0: back. You are now in the place to be. It's the podcast for not only you and me, where you might hear something that you don't always see. It's Let's Chat About It with your boy CBZ. It is time to get it started. Hey, ho, what do you know? It's your boy, CVZ. Look, y'all, I missed y'all. i just been off doing some work, but look, I'm back, and I'm hoping to make this big push in this new year so that way I can really finally get everything up and moving off the ground. But fuster, first and foremost, I have to ask, how are you doing? Like, how are you really, like, mentally, physically? Like, I've seen a lot of y'all. A lot of y'all getting in the gym, getting, getting on working on your fitness a little bit. You know, I am, too. I am, too. But, you know, a lot of y'all also I've been seeing, you know, more so than not, we were struggling mentally there. But hopefully everything is coming full circle for you and that you're you're able to help yourself or you're able to go out and find you some help. And also, look, in this new year, we're already in the second month. You know, we're in the love month. We're in the month where black empowerment should be celebrated a whole lot more than what it already is. Okay. and I'm just hoping that everybody's 2023 is starting out the way that you expected it to start out. And even if it's not, you still have oodles and oodles of time. But look, enough of the daily dally. It is time to finally get back into the show. Look, we got the headline review, y'all. Number one, the 2023 Grammys is coming tonight. Now, if you heard this already past today, then, you know, did you expect the people to win that you, that you had winning? like the, the big thing about the Grammys this year was that Beyonce and Adele are battling it out for all the of the year categories. So that's album of the year, song of the year and record of the year. And I and I really am curious to see who is, or is it going to be a clean sweep either way? Is it going to be 2-1? You know, wh- wh- how's it going to go? How do you think it's going to go? And then if you're listening to this the day after, you know, did it turn out the way that you thought it was going to turn out? Also, Lizzo can be a big winner, which I think she deserves it. Like, if you ask me, Lizzo definitely deserves the credit where the credit is due. And and I like a lot of her music. So I think that she should be a winner, at least in one of her categories. Like, she, she should become a winner. But along with that, we also have the GOAT himself, Mr. Morel. My man, Kendrick Lamar, he is up for some nominations as well. So I hope that he comes out on top as well because he came out, and just killed the game and then said, look, I'm leaving again and I'm going for good. And I'm so happy that I got a chance to catch him in concert before he really hung it up and, and just ended everything. You know, another thing that we got going on with the head nine news, we have John Singleton. And he empowered Ice Cube so that he can do the same for others. Now, if you don't know who John Singleton is, he is somebody that played in a lot of the movies that Ice Cube helped produce. So like in Boys in the Hood, he was Doughboy. So John Singleton says that he helped advocate or he helped activate Ice Cube to a global superstardom in his acting role of Boys in the Hood for playing Doughboy. And he's in a lot of his other films. I think it was something like he's in like 40 other films that Ice Cube has been a part of and and helped and and produced. And, you know, hey, you got to give flowers where flowers are due. You know, shout out to you, John Singleton. You know, without you, we probably wouldn't even known as big as how Ice Cube really was when it came to entertainment. So we appreciate that. We appreciate both of you guys, honestly. And number three, the Proud Family Reboot. look. I know I have not started it yet, but I've been seeing a lot of good things. I've been seeing that they are tackling a lot of the real issues, which I think is excellent. I think that is great. They do a lot of the stuff like uh, Grown-ish and uh blackish and all that and all those other shows did, but they're also doing it in cartoon form to where now they can educate the younger kids. And if you ask me, you know, I'm, I'm glad that it's nothing like that Velma reboot, like, or that Velma boot up, like, I've heard that that it's been trash. I, I've seen trailers and and like little bits of the episodes, and, and it looks like it's trash. But hey, but I'm so proud of Proud Family. Like I was very scared that when they was talking about rebooting this, that they were going to ruin it because you know every time they reboot something, they always end up ruining it, and I don't know why. But I am so happy that it is doing well. They're tackling these real issues. Like I know they gave BB. BB has autism, which is a real serious issue more so than what people want to think about or talk about. Nowadays, and then also they had tackled the issue of interracial couples, and I have seen a couple of snips of that. And and I really want to wait until they get all their episodes out for this season, and then I'm a binge watch from season one all the way to season two, and then I'ma see how real they really got. But hey, that was it for your headline news right there. Um, we also, if you are here in the city of Chattanooga. Look, I, there's a lot of events going on that you want to keep your eyes and ears out for. So, look, coming up on February 17th and 14th, we have Con Nuga, which is like our Comic-Con, like cosplaying and, you know, dressing up and going out and, you know, just, just like how they do it real big in New York, Miami, California, you know, Texas and all that. We have that here in Chattanooga, and that's going to be taking place downtown at the convention center. And that's going to be the 14th through the 19th. And I think tickets are like $60 or something for kids. It's like 20 or something like that. And it's three days. So you have three opportunities, three different opportunities to go check that out. And, you know, you should definitely go do that because I feel like it will be a very fun family time to go out and see that. And also, if you also want to become a winner, because, look, you know, I work at the radio station as well. We are also giving away tickets for you to go check out Jill Scott in court country Wayne who are coming here to Chattanooga. Now for more information you have to go check out power94.com. That's you know power94.com and you can register for your chance to win tickets for that. And, and then we also have other little things that are going on about around like the community of Star Wars and all that is going down. So make sure that you're nominating those people that you that you or uh, vote for those people that you nominated. But that's is a little bit of what's going on in the city if you are listening and you are a native or a resident of Chattanooga, Tennessee. But, look, we got to move on to the sports because there's a lot going on in sports right now. Like, I just got the breaking news with the, the Kyrie trade as I'm recording this, and he's going to Dallas. And that that, to me, is kind of scary. It's kind of scary, but at the same time, I don't know. I think Dallas gave up Finley Smith and Spencer Dinwiddie and, like, a first-round pick. For Kyrie and then Kyrie said he wants a he wants a max contract like max money now my question is is he just gonna go to Dallas for the rest of the year see how it goes you know being in contention of a, of a championship and then sign with the Lakers with the max and the Lakers just gonna go ahead and clean roster and and bring people up or stick with their their rookies and stuff or like I'm, I'm, I'm very curious to see what's going on because I, I saw LeBron was talking about a, a nice little reunion with Kyrie, and I think that would be nice with him and AD, and and I just think, I think that would be a real nice run, but then again, Kyrie and Luca sounds pretty good too, but at the same time, Luka's very ball dominant, and you know, it's, it, I just feel like that could be a big mess, but you tell me what you think, and then also, how can we forget about the big game? The Super Bowl is coming up, and look, I am still undecided. But I do want to know who do you think is going to win? Is it going to be the Eagles or is it going to be the Chiefs? You know, I'm I'm very ind- I'm, I'm I'm undecided for many multiple reasons. But you know, um, if you ask me, I would like to see the Eagles win because you know AJ Brown and and Brent Kern, you know, ex Titans. But at the same time, like. I'm I'm still mad at our general manager to where I'm like, why would you do that? Now he's gonna get a Super Bowl before us, and he could have been winning a Super Bowl for us. So it's it's just crazy. It's a whole lot of emotions going on in my head. But smart choice, if you ask me, right now I think it's Eagles. But at the same time, don't count out the Chiefs. I I would never count out the Chiefs. But um, in other goat news, we have LeBron James. Look, y'all, he is set to set that all-time scoring record. Look. Then it's going to be a milestone that some of us may never, ever, ever see again, especially if he continues to play for a very long time. It's it's tough to hear, tough to see that we might not ever see that again. I mean, think about Kareem's record. He broke it and it's been 30, I think they say it's like 34 years since somebody is getting close to getting ready to break it. So that's insane. Like and 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 if Brian and, and they say that he might even make it up to the forty thousands, LeBron might. So like just imagine that. That means the game of basketball is definitely gonna evolve and the type of scoring and everything is it's almost gonna be like robots. Like they're almost gonna end up being like robots, if you ask me. But he is thirty six points away, so that means he's just one big game away. And they say that he might break it Tuesday. I think they play Tuesday against Okay see so make sure just you catch the next two Laker games. Let's just be on the safe side. Catch the next two Laker games because you don't want to miss out on a piece of history. I mean, think about what that boy Draymond said. He said, "I'm." He said, "I'm gonna check it out." He said, "I don't care if we playing or not. I'm going to wherever that game is," and and that means Draymond's gonna miss the next two games for the Warriors because LeBron can either break it in one or he can break it in two. So hey, but that was it for the sports and everything. Look, don't forget to make sure that you follow me on everything. Follow me on all my social medias. Everything should be I am dot CBZ. That's me on Instagram. That's me on TikTok. And then I know on Twitter, it's I am CBZ with no dot. But look, make sure you go follow me, follow your boy. So that way you can keep up with some of this, my opinions on things because I do a lot of posts and, and you know, I do a lot of um, polls and stuff like that. Or, you know, just ask people different opinions on different topics on my Instagram. But yeah, so make sure you go check that out. Uh, And they'll be much appreciated and much obliged But look, we're going to take a little short break Right now And then when we get back, we are really going to get into The main topics at hand that I have for y'all So look, I'll catch y'all in just a sec Yo, what's good? We are back and you are back with your favorite podcast with your host CBZ and it's Let's Chat About It. And look, we are really finna get into the show. But look, I do have a quick little question I want to ask you before we really get into the topics at hand. Tell me right now, who is an artist or some songs that you would put somebody on to that is looking for new music appeal? You know, no free judgment-free zone. I just want to know who are y'all listening to right now? Like, who's hot? Who's somebody I need to be on the watch out for? If you want me to give you somebody, I, the person I can tell you right now that you need to be on a watch out for is Austin Patton. Make sure that you are on the watch out for that name, Austin Patton. Now, he is a Chattown native local artist so make sure that you're on the watch out for that if you're here in the city and then also if you are in a different city and you're looking for like a different vibe of music I suggest that you go check him out like he has some really cool songs and he has a really good flow and look I I think that he can be the next big thing if you ask me but look we are back and it is time to talk about the topics at hand now look guys I've been sitting on this for a little minute and it didn't really hit me until I really just had to sit down and think about it. Like I had a conversation with my family about it and I never really thought about it until, you know, it was just brought up and we really like sat and talked about how it can make people feel and how it can affect people. Now what that is that I'm talking about is that the role you play in life. So this came about around Thanksgiving last year when I was just kind of sitting with my mom, you know, with my aunties and everybody. And she was like, you know what? You know what would be a good topic that you could talk about is the role that people play. Like, at first, she she broke it down just to family. So she said, think about it with family. If, and I'm going to use me as an example when I, when it comes to family. So me, I'm what? I'm a brother to two sisters. You know, I am a son to a mom and a dad. I'm an uncle to two to three, like nephew or two nephews and and one niece. So like three, you know, cut like family members. Sorry, I I was about to sneeze for a second. And then and then also just in my own right of, of my own family, I'm a father. So like it's like there's a role I play. I have to play a different role within my family. And that right there was like, what, five different roles of a family member that I play in life now if you if you broaden the subject like how i did and i said in life now think about what you are to people you're a best friend to somebody if you have a best friend you're a godparent to somebody who you know whoever has kids that you're very close to and you're your best friends with they pretty much they probably made you the godparent so you're a godparent to to somebody's uh to your best friend's child you know you um you're your own role of your own family. So, you know, if you have siblings, you're a brother or you're a sister, you know, you're a, uh, an uncle, you're an aunt, you know, stuff like that. Or maybe even a grandparent, depending on how old that you, you are, that that's listening to this. You know, you, you're you're that. And then also in your own right of your own life, you're an employer or you're a boss. You know, if you're somebody that's an entrepreneur or a CEO of something, you're a boss, you're a, you're an employer you know, you're a friend, you're an acquaintance, you know, you're a, um, what's the other word I'm looking for? You're a, uh, I mean, I could say you're a group leader, like in the video game lobbies, you're a group leader. If you're somebody that leads a group in video games, but like you play a whole lot of different roles in life that we never really sit down to think about in a way. Like we never just be like, oh yeah, like I do this, I do that. I do this, I do that because I'm this, because I'm that. Nobody's really ever just said, hey, look, yeah, I do this because I'm this, you know, and sometimes you have to sit back on those roles that you play and figure out which ones really demand your attention, like which ones really need your energy and your effort, because there's some that like all of them. A lot of people would say, yeah, like they all demand my energy, my effort, and everything. But at the same time, there's some that are way more important than others that you're not always giving that same energy and effort to that you are giving to some of these other roles that you play in your life. And then sometimes we get lost in the roles that we play in our life and we tend to mix them up when we're dealing with different people. So, like, we try to become a sibling to a friend or something like that, where that doesn't necessarily mix together and doesn't need to mix together. And then You have other people, you know, trying to be a parent to somebody else's kid. You know, so you know, you got you got a whole lot of stuff that falls into having that role and and building your role and, and staying in your role. It's almost like the same thing as staying in your lane. Like you have to be able to to switch and stay in whatever lane that you are in in order to really give the best to all the lanes that you are involved with. So you have to in order in order to give your best in every role you need to give the energy that is required for that role in your life. So next time you got some free time, just think about the roles that you play and and where is your input? Is your input being is your input good for this role or is it doing more than it should be doing in that role? You know, and then another thing that I, I've I've thought about and, you know, it made a whole lot of sense to me. If you ask me. And if you follow me on TikTok, you've already heard me talk about this when I do my uh dropping my knowledge daily. Um, but normalizing mutualism. Okay, now what does it mean to normalize mutualism? To me, normalizing mutualism meaning that think about it, we all have just about the same goal in life. Now, that doesn't mean like same dream, same way of achieving that goal. I mean we all have the same goal in life. Everybody wants to what have wealth, you know, be able to provide for their family and be happy. Everybody is on the same path when it comes to having a mutual goal. Now, the precautions and the steps that people use and take to reach that goal, now that is where things become different. Because then you got some that are your professional athletes. You got some that are your artists, your singers. You got some that are your CEOs of these companies. You got some that are just, you know, playing managers or something. You got your teachers. You got, you know, you got a whole bunch. You got your doctors, your nurses. You know, you got a whole lot of different jobs and means and ways of achieving this goal or this life that you are wanting to have. But we don't always normalize the fact that. That mutualism, that mutualism is the same for us all and that we should all just make it easier on each other in order to achieve those goals. Now, let me break it down a little bit further than that. Think of it like this, and I'm going to break y'all down age group. Kids, if, if you're a parent right now, you have a kid that's in school, and, and or if you're a kid right now and you're you're listening to this and you're in school, My big advice for you to help this to help this mutualism that we're all trying to achieve, make the job easier for your teachers. There's too many times, like we see too many stories and stuff in the news that teachers are are having to fight kids or kids are fighting teachers because, you know, this, that, and the third. And and to me, it's just it's so wrong because these kids are are thinking that we have to give them respect. And in the sense that Yes, you should respect children. You know, everybody should be respected, but respect has to be earned. It is never given. You can't come in entitled thinking that you can do what you want to do in order to get along what you're trying to achieve. Like, if you're a student, you're listening to this. How about you come to class prepared? Have your pencil ready. How about you go to class you do everything that the teacher asks you to do, so write notes, take the test, you know, do the projects, you know, do do all those things that they are asking you to do so, cause, so that they are able to better help you achieve what you're trying to achieve. <coughs> Excuse me. You know, my, my allergies, my sinuses are, are killing me right now, but I'm, I'm pushing through, I'm pushing through. But. Some kids come into school and they're just like, you work. It's almost like they have this you work for me mentality. Like, I don't necessarily have to do what you ask me to do. What you're saying is a suggestion. I'm a kid that people are always going to see my side and say that I'm in the right and you're always in the wrong. And that's just the wrong mindset. You're not learning anything. Like, I I have a big fear that this generation is going to plummet like it from from this next generation that is being raised and, and that is on the come up. and You're ready to be the adults. The, the economy and everything is going to plummet like it's it's going to go so bad. Because one, a lot of these kids don't know the material, don't know anything. And two, they don't want to work and and do it like everybody wants to get rich quick lately and, and just want to do the bare minimum to be rich and be famous and be whatever. But. You know, to me, that's that's just ruining. That is that is ruining this society. Like it's 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 came into a part where, even like I, I remember hearing that, somebody's passing a law about allowing teachers to have a gun. Like I I don't I don't want teachers to have a gun. I don't want teachers to have stuff like that in front of the youth. Like I feel like that is only breeding more evil, you know, and whatever. Because, like, what happens if the teacher goes, runs an errand, kid runs in the classroom because he's out of class and he sees the teacher's not in there, knows where she keeps the gun, breaks in, gets it, and then now what? You know, like, now where would he go from there? Like, I don't don't feel like we need that stuff. That's why you have your S.O.O. officers, your police officers and all that in the building. But, like, I don't feel like we need to go down that rabbit hole of having the teachers conceal and have that stuff you know, we just need to make sure that we are building the relationship between teacher and the student. Cause right now the relationship between teacher and student is almost like the same as the young parents. Now, you know, like it's, it's a friend relationship and, and, and they feel like the stuff that the teachers are saying are suggestions and not necessarily stuff that they have to do, or, you know, they just uh, refuse to do the stuff and then want to blame everybody else. And then everybody's not, you know, we're, we're just passing these kids along. And and to me, I feel like that's hurting them more than it's helping. So from that level and that aspect, kids, you know, just do the things right. So you can make your teacher's job easier and she's going to make your job easier, or he's going to make your job easier. Like they, I guarantee you, if you make your teacher's life easier, they're going to make your job a whole lot easier. and And it's just going to be a great mutual respect there. Now, the same thing goes for employers of jobs. And and higher ups, managers, and CEOs, and stuff like that. Y'all, if you make the job more enjoyable for your employers, I guarantee you they will give you the most up. They will give you, excuse me, they will give you their, their best effort in order to complete the job and make the company and everybody look good. Like, I guarantee you people are not, they are not currently sabotaging on purpose just out of spite. You know, like there has been something that you have done to them, said to them, that's kind of rubbed them the wrong way. But at the same time, if you can just make it easier on them instead of getting so mad about they did this, did that, or they didn't do this the way that you wanted them to do it. How about you start just like how teachers have to do for kids. You show them how you like for it to be done and then. Now they're able to, they're better equipped to do it the way that they know you like it done instead of just, you know, you, you create the animosity, you, you create little clicks and groups at work and stuff to where you already know that the boss's favorite is this person. This person's always going to snitch and, 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 you know, and then you got, you just got a whole, just like swarm of, of just negativity at work. And that's why there's a lot of people silent quitting on, on companies and stuff like they just go do what it's asked. You ask them to do more, they say, no, that's not in my pay grade, that's not in my description, no. I guarantee you if you made the job more enjoyable for that person, they would be more reluctant to doing it. And, and even if they, they start paying like how the job demands, like I feel like that's a big misconception. Like It's not paying what it should be paying. And I think that's what hurts a lot of what's going on in and, and companies and stuff. And, and that's why you got a lot of people silent quitting or a lot of people not happy with their jobs. And another thing why people are not happy is that, you know, this generation, we just, we just don't know how to work. You know, we, we don't have a very great work stamina. And you can say the pandemic ruined that. You can say the pandemic caused that. But, and, you know, at the same time, I'm I'm not going to blame it. I'm not going to blame it solely on on that. So, you know, we all have to fight for the right for mutualism. Like, to me, mutualism, if I want to break it down a little bit deeper, mutualism is the same thing as understanding. So in order to understand, I have to know what it is that the other person feels, thinks, sees, views, you know, whatever it may be. I I still have to give my own thought process on that, on how this person is feeling when it comes to this, that, this, that, and the third. And, you know, we don't always do to understand like we don't go to understand other people's feelings like how that might have made them feel like I I could have said something that I felt like I said in a normal way but to this person I was yelling at them I was getting on to them and you know I I was hurting them and yeah I know that you know some people would think well you know some people are just being very sensitive and, and stuff like that and and yeah that may be the case but like at the end of the day, we're all still human beings. Like we have people that are overly sensitive. We have people that are overly aggressive. We have people that are are not, that are not consistent. We have people that are nonchalant that just, you know, you can never really tell what it is that they are thinking. And, you know, and then I feel like a lot of people do that just, you know, as a defense mechanism, because they don't want to be hurt or they don't want nobody to be able to have any type of power over their emotions. So, you know, when it comes to normalizing mutualism, And trying to create mutualism, we have to create understanding in order for that to fully come full circle and to come about and be about in in the world. So I suggest that everybody fight for that right of understanding. You know, don't don't talk to respond. Like, don't be a part of a conversation or or be part of an argument or debate to where you're just listening so and waiting for that person to end their conversation or end their point so you can go and spit out your point like really take in what it is that they are saying mix that with what it is that you were wanting to talk about and wanting to bring to your point and then trying to come to an understanding trying to come to you know people won't always agree but like trying to come to a common ground like okay well you know i i can see why you're on that side of the fence but i'm on this side of the fence because this that and the third and you know And and but I I see where you're coming from from that side of the fence. Like, that's what's going to help create mutualism. Like, we have to create that in understanding environment ourselves. And a lot of times, we don't do a very good job at creating an understanding environment. Like, we're always so quick to judge things and poke holes in things and just point the finger at things. Like, if you that's just not something that is sustainable through throughout somebody's life like somebody's not going to want to deal with that all the time where it's just like oh yeah yeah here you go again you're blaming me you're saying it's my fault you're you're pointing the finger at me it's always me it's always I did this I did that I did it this way I didn't do it the way that you thought I was going to do it you know and then and then it becomes demoralizing for somebody after a while so you know it is just like how I also said on my TikTok before and like sometimes we have to check our the the energy of our output in order to see that um i I forgot what i said i I know it was something it was (laughs) that's crazy Uh, i know it was on the lines of that you know we have to check the energy of our output in order to have that input on the result you know it was something along the lines of that you know and then if i had some time i would be able to go find it but you know, we, you just got to check what you're saying and what you're putting out before you're able to have a opinion or point on the input that was being brought in. Because you put out something, which means something's going to come back in, but it might not always be what you think that is coming back in. It might not be what you want to be coming back in. So you just got to be on the lookout for that and be very mindful of that. But look, last topic I got for you, and I think this one's a big one because... If you're anything like, or if you around your parents, you know, or still live with your parents, you know, stacking up their bread, um, if they're anything like how mine are, you are watching or hearing a lot about a whole lot of dating shows. Now that might just be me because I'm single. They're worried about me that, you know, they want me to, to find somebody to be happy, you know, be able to settle down, you know, and stuff like that, and. And let's be honest, a lot of people's parents want grandchildren now. So, you know, I I can't really blame them for that. But um, is marriage still a want? I want everybody to kind of marinate on that a little bit. Is marriage still a want? Are we still wanting to be married? Like, there's a whole lot of conspiracy theories of, of why people get married and, like, and there's a whole lot of different beliefs of why people get married nowadays. Like I've I've seen people say, like, oh yeah, I only get married because of the benefits, you know, the tax purposes, you know, and stuff like that. Like I've seen people really give up on love. Like I guess I guess in asking, is marriage still a want? Is love still a thing? You know, that that you almost have to think about that you know, marriage can still be a one, but is love still a thing? Is that still something that people do or fall into? You know, I, I haven't been, you know, uh, gracious. I mean, I might've been, you know, here and there, but like, I haven't been very gracious enough to fall into that hole of, of love and everything. But like, I feel like that still stems from the question is, is marriage a one? Because even with these dating shows and these mood and these, um, you know, these, uh, married at first sight shows and stuff like that. The idea of marriage is there, but like, they're trying to manufacture love when, you know, you might not necessarily get it right that first time. And then, you know, if you don't, then what? Like, I mean, I get it's like a process, you know, you try to learn, you try to, you know, fill it out and really see if that's what you want. But then at the same time, it's like, is it really like, like what what was the purpose of it? Like I don't wanna feel like I'm wasting my time. Like that's I guess that's one of my big things. Like I don't wanna be somebody that feels like I'm wasting my time on somebody. Because although I know I can't necessarily plan out when I'm gonna get married or when I wanna get married, but at the same time, like I, I do have like a plan in my mind where I'm like I wanna talk and, and be dating somebody, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever for at least a a year or or, or not a year. I'm I'm tripping at least like two, three years, maybe even five before I'm ready to feel like I'm ready to pop that question. Because like, if you think about it, year one, we're still getting to know each other. And, And within that year one, we probably more than likely are getting ready to move in together. Year two. Now we're starting to live together and we're starting to see what life is like with us living together. Now, rather that be, if we're staying in the same place or are we moving I and mean, we're going to a different city, different state, whatever, you know, year two is usually that living together process year three. Now that's where it really gets like kind of connected. Cause then now we pretty much know each other. We pretty much know each other's schedules, know what each other thinks, how we feel when certain things happen. And year three is that important year. If you ask me to where you start building that relationship with the family members. So like you go and, you know, go to some, you know, if she goes back home, you know, you go with her and you, 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 you meet all the family members and, you know, everything is, you know, kind of gelling together and you trying to figure, you know, you find your place within her family while she's also doing the same with you. And then I feel like year four, now that's the year that you're really, really thinking about it. Like, you're really like, okay, families, we got our families, we met each other's families you know, we're, we're, you know, you, year four, you start bridging that gap of having your family meet her family and start getting them together, you know? And so, you know, in year four, that's when you're really starting to think about, okay, now we kind of reached that last step. We reached that threshold that I, you know, they, they met my family. I met their family, their family, met my family, my family met their family. Now we're, we're really here. Like we're really intertwined. We're together where, you know, everything's going nice and smooth. And then, you know, me, I'm I'm still pretty old school. So, like, I feel like when I do meet my one, I'm still going to be asking for the blessing, like from, you know, their father or, you know, the guardian of, you know, whoever is like the head of the household. I would still want to ask for the blessing of, of taking their daughter's hand in marriage. Like, I feel like there's a very respectable gesture and act to do. You know, and I'm just I'm just very old school myself. Like I still like opening up the car door for her. I still like opening up the doors, like you know, and all that. I, I still like. There's a lot of things I like to do for her. So, like you know, I just I'm I'm just very old school. Chivalry is not dead. Let me tell you that now. Chivalry is not dead over here. But you know, and then year five is you know you pretty much plan out the engagement. Like, are you gonna do a wedding? Are you gonna do? you know, this, that, and the third, how are you going to propose? Like, how are you you going to get together? But, you know, me, I'm, and and this might not be a very favorable answer, but, like, that five-year plan does sound very nice to me. Now, granted, I am getting older, so it, it might get shortened a little bit, maybe a year or so, but, like, I feel like a five-year plan is not a bad idea when it comes to figuring out if you're ready to marry somebody, because then you at least get a year or two living together, then you get to meet family, and then you get to connect the family, and then Maybe do a vacation or something, and then next thing you know, everything is all peaches and cream and peaches and roses. And then the lines and, and, uh, and whatnot, whatever else you want to add in there. So, you know, tell me what y'all think, though. You know, we, we had a pretty good show. You know, we're coming up on the end. And, and if you hear Papers wrestling, I'm, I'm just shifting through my notes. But, yeah, we you know, we had a pretty good show. Don't forget, you know, Grammy's in the night. You know, John Singleton was giving his flowers to Ice Cube. You know, the Proud Family reboot is is continuing to hit those hard issues, which is really good. I, I think that was really good of them for them to do that. You know, if you're in the city of Chattanooga, Chattanooga is coming, you know, February 17th and the 19th. You know, those that have Valentine's Day plans, like, uh, you know, do some looking out, Look, download that house app, you know, so you can find you a nice place to eat with some good deals and stuff. And then uh, also don't forget Jill Scott and Country Wayne are coming here to Chattanooga. So for more information on that one, though, you need to go check out power94.com. And then uh, when it comes to the sports, you got the Eagles in the Super Bowl. And then you also got the Chiefs. And, you know, I want to know who you with. I already said I'm, I'm I'm leaning more towards Eagles, you know, but, you know, we'll see when we get there, you know. And then in, in the GOAT news, make sure you catch the next two Laker games. You know, so that way you can witness some history with LeBron breaking that scoring record because it might be a long time before we ever see that again. And I might be jinxing that, but hey, who knows? You know, it might, it, it just, you're just going to catch a nice piece of history. And then also, don't forget to make sure that you are checking me out on my social medias, you know, on I at, am.cbz at on Instagram, on Twitter, also, or no, Instagram, Twitter, or Instagram. TikTok and then Twitter is I am cbz you know all together but I am dot cbz is Instagram and TikTok you know make sure you check me out and also don't forget to make sure that you are following the podcast on Instagram and the name of the podcast on Instagram that is Let's Chat that's Let's like L E T S Chat C H A T T underscore about dot it. Okay, so make sure that you are go following that on Instagram as well, cause I I do post over there where we just do a lot of um we do a lot of polls and stuff, and I ask people their different opinions and stuff like that. So you know we we do a lot of stuff over there on the Instagram. But look, I hope everybody enjoyed this show. Look, it's the start. I'm back, y'all. I'm I'm back better and bigger and than ever. I was trying to make something run, but we're still here we're getting everything, jumping everything off the ground, we're keeping you informed about all the stuff going on in the city, and even just my opinion on certain things, I mean, like, real quick, like, what do you think about those Beyonce tickets, like, what is she doing, like, I understand that she's, like, an icon, like, global icon, whatever, but, like, she talking about people's rent, people's livelihood, like, I remember seeing a post that they was talking about, Uh, they were saving up for a house, but she was like, I need the money for the tickets. It was like, take the money out the funds for the house. Like what, like what, like, what are we really doing? Like, like Beyonce, I, I, I get it girl, but who Lord, I feel like you're the only one that will be able to pull that off too, which is crazy. But Hey, you know, this has been, let's chat about it. You know, the podcast where it's not only for you and me, it's also the place to be, You know, it's the place that you might hear something that you wasn't necessarily looking for. You know, it's a very feel good podcast. It's been your boy CBZ. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Don't forget to like, share with your family and your friends and and other people and even share it on your socials. Get other people drawn into this podcast because I hope to be doing some really big things with this and I don't want people to miss out. So keep it locked in here. It's been your boy CBZ. I love y'all, man. I'm out of here.